0: Welcome to the Life Central Podcast. It is so good to have you come and connect with us again this week. We trust that this session will be helpful to you in your faith journey. Thank you for connecting with us again today. I wonder, has this year started off with an absolute bang for you? Uh, If I'm honest, this year actually started off quite easy, quite slow. Uh, At least the first week was. Uh, And I got excited. I got happy. I thought, man, maybe this year is just going to give us the opportunity to kind of ease into it and slide into it and, and, and we'll build with momentum as it goes on. And then the second week happened. And it was like in that moment, everything was demanding my attention. And maybe you can relate. Now, I heard a a story of President Theodore Roosevelt, uh, a former American president, where he just got tired of going to presidential uh, um, receptions and banquets and all of these different things where he had to put on this really good fake smile and shake hands and be nice. Uh, Because he was convinced that absolutely no one was paying attention to anything that he was saying in the moment. So he decided at one of these banquets that he'd had enough and that he wasn't going to do it anymore, that that night he'd put on his fake smile, put out his hand, And then he would say to the person right there, I murdered my grandmother this morning. And so that's what he did. He went to this banquet, put on his fake smile, put out his hand, shook people's hands. And as they engaged with him, he would say to them, I murdered my grandmother this morning. And everyone responded with statements like, oh, that's so nice, or that's lovely. All confirming exactly what he suspected, that absolutely nobody was actually listening to what he was saying. Except for one foreign diplomat, who, as he went through his process, fake smile, handshake out, I murdered my grandmother this morning. The diplomat leans in and with a whisper says, she probably had it coming. Now, as I, for a moment, think about the setting that all of this happened in. This was in a banquet hall. It must have been really loud. Just for a moment, imagine all the voices that were busy speaking, all the people that were busy speaking, the, the waiters taking drinks orders, coming in with glasses, and there's cutlery clinging about in, in, in this hall, and there's a band on stage that's, uh, that's busy playing. And I can actually very well believe that maybe people weren't necessarily not paying attention to what he was saying, But maybe they just couldn't hear him over all the static noise in the room. That there would have been way too much static noise in that banquet hall. Now, if you joined us last week, you may remember me saying something along the lines of true hope isn't based on outcomes, but that true hope is based on God's character. If you haven't, Um, connected with us last week, then I want to encourage you, go check it out. But keeping that in mind and then keeping in mind the story of Mr. of President Roosevelt, maybe a really good question for you and for me to ask ourselves with all of this in mind is just, how can I hear the voice of hope when life is full with all this static noise. Now, I've said static noise twice, and you may be at the point where you're going, Ramon, clarify static noise. Well, the definition of static noise is, is continuous background noise that overstimulates your auditory Cortex. Now, the auditory cortex is the part of the brain that pros, uh, processes sound. And long uh, stints of of this being too noisy can actually be quite harmful to you and to me. Another another definition of of static noise is a constant background noise, especially one that drowns out other sounds. Maybe you're starting to get a little bit of a picture of what I'm talking about. For those of us who've not got there just yet, what's what, what static noise in our lives? What, what, what is that, that, that noise that drowns out other things in our lives? Well, static noise can be the TV, it can be your cell phone, it can be social media or the internet, It can be your favorite playlist. it can be social gatherings that you like to go to. And at those social gatherings, what comes with that? Well, some gossip. Gossip can be static noise. With that, substance abuse can be static noise in our lives, as well as food abuse can be static noise in our lives. Work. Work can be static noise. Now, as we look at the stuff that we've mentioned, we can say, hey, some of that, yes, we can agree is inherently bad, like we just shouldn't have any part of that. And then others we can look at and go, but it's not inherently bad. And that's true. But yet all of these things, when when they are used (laughs) to drown out what's really going on in life, can be very harmful to you and to me. Because all of these things create a static noise that keeps us occupied, that keeps us busy whether you're pursuing survival, you're just trying to make it from day to day at the moment, or maybe you're you're pursuing happiness, you, you, you'd love to just see certain things change that'll just improve life a little bit better, or you're pursuing success, like you want to hit the pinnacle of your industry or whatever that looks like to you. These very things can end up being deafening and ultimately destructive in our lives. What's crazy for me is how the static that we engage with can ultimately cause us to become static ourselves. What does that mean? Well, it's the noise that can cause us to become ineffective in life. There's this portion of Scripture found in the, in the Old Testament where God is engaging with, with probably one of the most well-respected prophets in, in all of Scripture, God, by the name of Elijah. And God invites Elijah up this mountain to come and connect with him. And here's how it speaks into the story. It says this, it says, God speaking to Elijah, he says, go out and stand before me on the mountain. The Lord told him. And as Elijah stood there, the Lord passed by and a mighty windstorm hit the mountain. It was such a terrible blast that the rocks were thrown, were torn loose. But the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, there was a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, there was the sound of a gentle whisper. And then he goes on to explain that ultimately God spoke to Elijah through that gentle whisper here we see in this story God wanting to connect and, and talk to Elijah and he, he invites him to go up this mountain to, to go and, 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 and be with him and meet with him. And then it says that this wind came along but God didn't speak to him through this wind and this earthquake came along and God didn't speak to him through the earthquake and the fire came along and God didn't speak to him through the fire. And if you and I just take a moment and look at these three different elements, we can all agree that they have a couple of things in common. One of those are that they are all loud. (laughs) That they are all loud. A wind is loud. An earthquake is loud. I don't know if you've ever stood next to a forest fire, but man, it can get loud. The other thing that they have in common that these are all potentially hurtful. These can, can all hurt you and me quite badly. Wind, earthquake, fire. Now, let's be honest. What do we naturally do when faced with things that can hurt us? We turn up the static to drown out our hurt. That's what we do. We pump up that TV. We get more active on that on that cell phone. We we immerse ourselves in social media or into the internet or into that favorite playlist or into the social gatherings or the gossip or the substance abuse or the food or the work. All along, not realizing that, yes, we, we are drowning out the, the, the pain. We are drowning out the hurt. But at the same time, with that same static, we are drowning out the voice of hope in our lives. We're drowning out the very place where we can find rescue. Just as in the story with Franklin Roosevelt, the problem today, guys and ladies, is not that, that God is not speaking to, to you or to me, but rather that we are not listening for Him. In all truth, that, 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 that we have created environments so loud with all the static of our lives, that we just can't hear him. See, in this moment with God and Elisha, Elijah, God doesn't come in the big and the loud and the flash and the fancy. God comes and speaks to him through a whisper through a silent moment and if you go and look at the original language that this text uses there the word that it uses that that is translated into whisper can also be translated as silence that God spoke to Elijah through silence and if there's one thing I know about the world that we live in today we're all scared to death of silence because you see there's something very significant and special that happens in silence i'm confronted with my own thoughts i'm confronted with my own heart condition i'm kind of forced to look inward and and deal with some stuff and you see in order for you and for me to deal with that and and in order for you and for me to to hear the voice of hope in order to, to, to effectively deal with the stuff that's going on in our lives. Man, we need to stop and we need to deal with the static. We need to kill off the static. How do we do this? Well, one way of doing this Is a little word that's found throughout Scripture. In fact, throughout the Psalms. A little word. Sailor. Sailor. And and what sailor means is, sailor means to hang. Now, I love that definition because my, my son will often say to me, when he just wants to spend time with me, he'll often say to me, Hey, Dad, can we just hang? Can we just hang? What's he saying? Can, can we just be together? Nothing else gets in the way here. No, no one else gets to come into this space. There's 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 no other priority here except for you and me. We just get to hang. Sailor. Another part of the of the meaning of the word sailor is to measure or to weigh in the balance. And it's kind of like you, you're hanging, you, you're taking the time to measure or to, to weigh in the balance. Like what is the value of this? What is this worth? And that's part of the meaning of the word sailor, is to be valued. It also means to pursue. And to calmly sorry to pause and to calmly think about it. To pause and calmly think about it. Guys and ladies how often do we in life pause and think about it anymore? The psalmist uses the word sailor very very strategically very strategically When the psalmist says this, he says, Oh Lord, I have so many enemies. So many are against me. So many are saying, God will never rescue me. Sailor, sailor. Right there he's saying, hey, this is what's being said about me. So, let's hang. Let's take a moment. Let's let's weigh in the balance. Let's measure this. Let's see if there's any value to what people are saying about me. Okay, that's what they're saying. Is it true? Yes, it is true that they are saying that about me. But is what they're saying true? No. No, not for a moment. Do I believe that this is God's heart for my life? Okay, so let's move on. And then he goes on to say this. He says, but you, you, O Lord, are a, a shield around me. You are my glory. The one who holds my head high. I cried out to the Lord and he answered me from his holy mountain sailor. Let's hang out there for a while. Let's consider What's being said there? Let's pause and calmly think about this. Is there value to that? Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. Your Lord are that shield around me. You're that protection. The one who holds my head high. And when I cried out to you, you answered me. Let's rest on that for a while. Let's soak that in. Let's think about that in the moment. And maybe today, maybe today you're in a place where where your your, your natural instinct, instead of sailor, you, you, you would turn to static. In those hard moments, in those tough moments when people have said stuff about you or, 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 or stuff has happened in life that's been hurtful, painful, or what have you done? Man, you just cranked up the static. Drown it out. And maybe today you've, you've been in a place where, where instead of surrendering your pain, you'd rather just smother it as you crank the static. Maybe today is a day of change. Maybe today is a day where, where, where you go, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not smothering nothing with static anymore. No, today, instead of, instead of gravitating towards static, I'm, I'm going to choose to gravitate towards sailor. Instead of trying to smother the pain, I'm going to surrender the pain as I sailor. You see, guys and ladies, there is power in silence. There is power in waiting. There is power in sailor. I wonder today, what's your next step? What's your next step? Are you ready? To turn down the static and to turn toward those moments of sailor, to hear the voice of hope for your life. Are you, are you willing to, to find that whisper in the silence? Are you ready to pause? Are you ready to measure? Are you ready to weigh in the balance? Are you ready to value the silence to meet with God in your life? Then I want to encourage you today. Switch off the static and turn to the voice of hope. How do we do this? Sailor. And right now, as you're sitting at home or wherever you're sitting, I'm going to ask you to keep your eyes on the screen as we just lead you in an opportunity to do exactly this. Sailor. If you enjoyed this session and you'd like to know more about us, Then please come and connect with us through our website, our social media platforms, and come subscribe to our YouTube channel. All the links are listed below. Beyond that, we trust that you have an incredible week.